the House Judiciary Committee just wrapped up. Everybody had their uh, say. And now Black Equity gets to say theirs. So the House Judiciary Committee uh, decides today is the day that we're going to sit down uh, and have a conversation about the H.R. 40 bill. Uh, And we are going to invite different people from different parts of the the country to sit down and talk about reparations and the possibility of uh, studying it further. That is basically what the whole conversation was about. It wasn't about passing any uh, legislation yet. It wasn't about um, actually doing anything fundamentally or doing anything concrete. It was let's have a conversation about having a conversation. That was the overall theme of today's hearing. So what is the wisdom? What did I pick up as I'm sitting there staring at this screen and listening to these words? What did I pick up on? Well, the first piece of wisdom that I picked up on that I think we already know these people don't give a damn about black folk. They don't care. This is all smoke and mirrors. When you start having hearings about having hearings, about having studies, to have more studies, to look further into the study of a hearing with the hearing of the study, you're just dancing. You're just, you're just making it look good for TV. So you can look like you did something. When the guy just said, Mitch McConnell just said the other day that he's not in favor of any of this. And and all the people behind him were smiling. He thinks that it's a a waste of time and that, that, that no one should get anything for something that happened 150 years ago. Yet we walk into this country every day underneath a fake constitution That was done way past 150 years ago. But yet we honor that. But when it comes to something else, it's like, oh, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to put uh, time and energy into uh, doing anything to rectify a problem that has happened here in America. We're just going to let it slide. We're going to let it move. And we're just going to move on because, hey, Pick yourself up by your bootstraps and you'll be fine. And you see some of the people on the panel are saying that some of those same people look like you and I. It really it really was a sad day. You got uh, uh, Tasha Nishi Coates. You got Donald Glover. You got this expert. You got that expert. This person. They spent four hours on this thing to talk about how we could talk about it in the future. And so my first piece of wisdom is these people don't care about black people. They never cared about black people. They don't care. They're pretending to care. They spent more time telling uh, Danny Glover. They spent more time telling Danny Glover how great of an actor he is and how big of a fan they are of his work than to actually talk about the issues that are facing our communities because they don't care. They never have. 
And why we keep trying to pretend like these people care, I don't know. I don't know why we march up to Capitol Hill and pretend to put on our nicest suits and, and you know, get our hair cut and, and look pre- presentable and tell all of our friends, I'm going on Capitol Hill on, on Tuesday and Wednesday. I'm going up there. I'm a, I'm a really, you know, nail it home. And all of our friends get so excited that they want to know all about, you know, our Capitol Hill visit. Wow, my friend is so important because they, they're an expert and they're going to be able to sit there and talk in front of the House of Representatives, sit there and talk in front of the Senate. They're going to be able to talk in front of these different people. And wow, what a wonderful person my auntie is, my uncle is, my dad is, my grandpa is. And we all pump it up. And it's all on the news. It's all on YouTube. It's everywhere. Everybody's talking. They're tweeting about it. And everybody's excited about nothing. The first piece of wisdom is these people don't care. They care more about Danny Glover's fame. They care more about uh, the article that uh, Tashinishi Coates wrote before. They don't really care. They're asking the most basic and boring questions in the history of reparations. Go back and listen to it. It's, 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 It's all a smokescreen so they can say they did it. So they can say it was done. But all they did was have a hearing about future hearings to have more hearings, to have a a, a potential study on more hearings. They're not serious about it. But DJ, they, they had the conversation, you know, it's baby steps. It's baby steps. It's been 150 years. How many more baby steps are we going to take towards we, what we already know? America's already paid reparations before. This is not, we're not asking. We weren't asking. This wasn't an ask. Well, the HR 40 bill, well, you know, it'll give us the opportunity to study the problem. And then you have people on the panel saying, oh, you know, this doesn't necessarily mean we got to cut a check. What are you talking about? We don't got to cut a check. Cut the damn check. Change the system. Change the way things operate. But how come we're not talking about what's happening uh, in our prison systems? It's like we are ignoring everything because we really don't care. We really never cared about black and brown people in this country. Because the actions tell me everything. And no, this doesn't count as actions. This is all political theater. It's all a joke. And you bought into it because you like it. It looks fun. It looks cool. Everybody's there. The cameras and the crowds. And, you know, I see people tweeting. Wow, there's never been this many people, uh, you know, at this type of hearing before. And this is groundbreaking. This is historic. All All the narratives. It's exactly what they wanted. It's a whole bunch of nothing. Until real things happen, we're just playing games. We're playing games with a political uh, system that is is flawed anyway and ran by uh, lobbyists. So unless we're putting real money into the lobbyist's hands, this isn't going to move anywhere. I've seen I've seen several people uh, in Congress who said they would never vote for reparations. <laughs> These people aren't going to. I just showed you last week about the first responders. 
And I told you, if they're going to treat the first responders of 9-11 this way, and we know they love them, we know they love the first responders. How do you think they're going to handle this situation? But then you have to ask yourself one question, which leads to the second piece of wisdom. Why don't they care? What's the second piece of wisdom? Why don't they care? Well, here's the thing. It's not just this issue. I told you about the first responders. It's not just this issue. Here's why they don't care. Listen up. Take notes. Friends, enemies, and everybody in between, sit down and write this down, okay? The government, people within the government, people who are the lawmakers, the bill makers, they don't care because they're paid not to. Whenever a man or a woman is paid to do something, you can never trust them to do the right thing. They are career politicians. They are career lawmakers. They are career bill makers or lack thereof. They are paid to do nothing. They are paid to continue receiving checks of doing nothing. So it looks like they are doing something because if they actually solved anything, if they actually solved one thing, then they wouldn't need to be a career politician. They wouldn't need to be in those seats. They can only show up there quarterly and receive less pay. But they wouldn't want to do that because they're important. They're in D.C. They're on Capitol Hill. So they need to be there. They need to be there to to make sure that everything goes okay for our country. That's the truth. The truth is, if we solved everything in three months, they would have nothing else to do. They would have nothing else to go towards. And so they, they, they push paper here and they push it over there and they push it back over here and they push it here. And it just goes back and forth and back and forth forever. And then we vote in new people and it's the same thing because the system itself is broken but wait wait one second maybe it's not broken (laughs) maybe it's not broken maybe the third piece of wisdom explains it all perhaps the third piece of wisdom is one of the most vital pieces of wisdom that you will ever have in the area of politics Perhaps all of this is staged. (laughs) Perhaps this whole thing is not broken at all. Perhaps this is the way it's supposed to be in their eyes. Whoever's moving these pieces on this imaginary chessboard, they appear to be winning. Because everything that makes logical sense is not done. And everything that makes illogical sense is done. And it only makes illogical sense to those who aren't in power. And so whoever is moving these pieces, whoever is deciding the fate of our country, whoever is uh, putting the whole vision together together, 
for this world. They don't want to lose power. They don't want to lose influence. They don't want to have to answer to anybody. They don't want an uprising of the black community. They don't want an uprising of the brown community, the Asian community. They don't want an uprising of anyone. So we'll hold hearings and we'll put it on ABC News. We'll put it on C-SPAN. We may sprinkle it on YouTube. By the way, these are all white-owned companies. (laughs) We won't give any access over to BET. My bad, that's white on too. So we could probably do that one. We won't give any access over to TV One. We won't give any access over to other black owned institutions. No, no, no. We'll just march Danny Glover up, get him a little bit upset, have the cameras, you know, capture the moment. Yeah, we'll bring in uh, Tashinishi Coates because, you know, if we don't do that, he wrote a full article on New York Times. So, you know, if we, if we don't, are the Atlantic, one of the two, if we don't do that, you know, we'll look bad. But we'll, we'll, we'll make sure the cameras are all pointed on our star panel. But we'll also sprinkle in some people that say, ah, reparations isn't really needed. And then I guess we'll take a vote on it. And if we decide to study it later... Uh, We can just, you know, dead this whole thing in a year or two and move on. Because we don't really want to restitute or have any type of restitution for this country. We don't want to actually admit that we were ever wrong. We want to keep saying that America is the greatest country ever. We want to continue saying that nothing really ever happened. Everybody did slavery. What's the big deal? Well, it should have no lasting impact on today. That was 150 years ago. Black equity, DJ, you don't know what you're talking about. We did the best we could. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. There's nothing to worry about here. There's nothing to see here. America's the greatest country ever. America's the beautiful. We're just gonna we're just gonna pretend like nothing is going on. And you know who that reminds me of? All the people who look the other way when things get a little bit too traumatic. In many ways, in many ways, a lot of black people within our community hear me loudly and hear me clear. A lot of people within our community have turned into the very enemy that they sworn that they would never turn into. Many of the black people today are no longer black. They have morphed into a white person with black skin. And just because you see black people on a panel doesn't mean all of them are really black. And I'm not here to question anybody's blackness. I really, I'm really not. But when I see things on social media from a black person saying, well, I don't do business with niggas. I only do business with black people. And I heard that same thing said 20 years ago uh, in the deep south by a white farmer who was racist. When that same conversation is happening 20 years later, live on black Twitter, it makes me just sit back and and realize that a lot of the people that you think are for the black community because they, they're black and they have black 
uh, people that come around them, that don't mean that they are for the community at all. I'm not here to judge, but I am here to witness. And it appears that we are okay with America being what it is, America not uh, doing what is right by its people, and admitting that, you know, maybe slavery uh, built this nation, but, you know, we can move on from that, from it now. We can just have a conversation, one or two conversations about race, and we can just move on. But I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> if you think that we were asking, <laughs> if you think we were asking for reparations, uh, I think you got this thing turned around. Because when, when the tables turn and you look up, you're going to realize we were never asking. We, you took our kindness for weakness. There was a guy on the panel that said, we forgive you. <laughs> nah, nah. We didn't forgive you. And we damn sure didn't forget. <laughs>